You're listening to the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. We're very serious crafters. And we craft very serious crafts. Very serious. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Heidi from Hands Occupied. I'm Molly from Wild Olive. And I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors. Today we'll be talking about new and new to us craft supplies, studio spaces, and the train of shame. Choo choo. <laughs> All aboard. <laughs> oh boy. So, um,. This episode is coming out uh, two days after our first ever live show, which yeah, we did it. Yeah, did it, guys. I mean, we <laughs> we don't know that we did it, but we think we did. We yes, it's January third right now. It was, it was a delight. Everyone was lovely. <laughs> oh, it, we had so much fun. Yes, thank you so much to the Chicago Public Library. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it was super great. <laughs> Thank you, everyone sure. who came. <laughs> yeah, we're seeing the future. Yeah, future you guys are awesome. Or present you guys, past you guys. Gosh, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but jumping back to now, current time as we're recording this, um, my days have recently. I should actually ask you, Heidi, what have your days been filled with late- lately? Because we didn't even talk about you. You just talked about the live show. Uh, New Year's was good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, nice. like, throwing this out there. Okay, that's a good start. <laughs> um, thanks. Molly's very nice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, New Year's was a couple days ago. Uh, Christmas was good. I stayed up too late last night finishing um, a big section of a new design that's coming out in the fall. So Ooh. I'm sleepy but good. Yay. Okay. <laughs> it's good. So how about that guinea pig? Uh, I sp- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I spent my I spent my Christmas vacation taking care of We're a sick so guinea awkward. pig. I know, but it, you know it's awkward taking care of a sick guinea pig too. They she's oh, it was a it, uh, poor guinea pig. Guinea pigs, you know, they just don't they don't like it when you squirt food down their throats. Except that so this was Captain Cuddles, my fluffy uh, extra extra fuzzy Aww. guinea pig, and um, so she was sick and needed. Uh, antibiotics and some force feeding her sister who was perfectly healthy though thought that the critical care supplemental food was the best thing ever and so now i know like if i ever need to give her <laughs> treats course. she just would she would eat it off a spoon <laughs> so yeah <laughs> there but we go guinea pig is feeling feeling back to normal again i think as far as i can tell so that's a, a big relief that is a relief. I was so worried. Yeah, it was, you know, some people, like, it's just a guinea pig, except it's not just a guinea pig. It's a sweet little animal that I've fallen in love with. and um, It's your guinea it's pig. It's my guinea pig, and um, she's a honey, so. Uh, but have you, also... Have you, shared, have you shared her name with our listeners yet? Because it's one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's, so it's... Oh, she did. Yeah, Captain Cuddles is, is who was being taken care of and her sister is lieutenant nibbles uh yeah (laughs) so So good yeah they're they're a little team uh but anyway that's adorable how about you Haley? so i have some pet related news also but it is uh of the exciting and new variety um so as 
pretty much everyone who has listened to me cry multiple times on the podcast knows. Um, my Simon cat passed away in October. And I have just this week welcomed a foster kitty named Mr. Big Stuff into, <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mr. Big Stuff, um, into my home. And he is gigantic. Um, like, he is both rotund and just very large. And uh, he is nine-year-old black cat and he happens to be diabetic um so we are giving him insulin shots twice a day and he does not really care that he's getting insulin shots as it turns out so that's fine (laughs) um but he is really 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 delightful and very chatty and does a little happy maraca tail thing every time that we see him and it is super cute, and he's settling in really well. Yay. And uh, I just discovered that he knows how to fetch yesterday. <laughs> and so I discovered this accidentally by throwing a cat toy out of the way. And then he took off running after it. And him taking off running is sort of like watching a clumsy Labrador puppy take off running. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, he's very big and he thunders through the apartment. <laughs> but um, it, uh, my friend Megan uh, described him as um, running like a toaster with legs. <laughs> and that's pretty accurate, I think. And I, so. I think so, that yeah. you need to craft uh, like some pieces of bread that you can strap on his back so that he actually looks like a toaster with <laughs> oh, no. toast popping up out of him. Like a, a sandwich board, you yeah, mean? Yeah. yeah. Make it. A, <laughs> a bread-related sandwich board? Yeah. Oh, I'm in. Um, well, he's really, really chill, so it's entirely possible that it'll let me dress him up. I don't know, because I haven't tried yet, but maybe. Um, so he's he's super cute and... Very delightful, and um, and yeah, it, he's un- unfortunately at the vet having a glucose curve done to see if we need to change his insulin dosage. Otherwise, he would be chattering next to me, and you could all hear how adorable he is. But he's he's very cute. I can't wait till he guests does a little podcast cameo inevitably. Yes. <laughs> oh, I am positive that that will happen. Mm. Um, oh. And in podcast-related updates, my mother, who uh, listeners may recall, was here during the podcast where we talked about TSA and crafting-related things and traveling with crafts, bought me a Magic 8-Ball for Christmas (laughs) (laughs) that I then did not carry onto the plane because... The TSA website. It's a good thing. It's a good thing that yeah. you were not only traveling with carry-on luggage. Uh, it 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 is very true. Um, and if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you should go back and listen to episode 17 because my mom is delightful and the she TSA is. is super wacky and sometimes their website's hilarious. <laughs> we'll have to have Patty back on the webs or on the podcast again in the future. <laughs> She'll be a She's little guest. Fun. Mm-hmm. She she really really enjoyed being on. So I'm glad. I'm sure she'll be back. 
Well, speaking of moms. Um, moms. <laughs> my mom was at her mom's house uh, for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day because we did Christmas early um, oh, the weekend before Christmas because Tuesday Christmas. Um, yeah, Tuesday Christmas. What is with that? It's a pain <laughs> in the butt is what it is. Um, and how. <laughs> but my mom texted me a picture on Christmas Eve being like, look at this. And I was like, what, Carol? What? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, she was at her mom's house, the, you know, her childhood home, and she found a latch hook rug in a, in a closet. No! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, it, was it the ghost of latch hook rugs past? Well, when I saw the picture of it, I was like, oh, I have a vivid memory of this rug because it's two shades of purple. <laughs> um, it's kind of like a f- main, like the main color is like a fuchsia-y purple, and then the like border. There's like this kind of like Greek key motif border because it was made yep. in probably the late seventies, early eighties. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because it's latch hook, um, and it's purple. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. So I was like, oh yeah, I remember that rug. We used to run around on it and stuff at Grandma's house. But <laughs> How... it turns out this like, <laughs> how big is this Go rug, ahead. by the way? Um, it's, it's fairly modest. I'm probably like, I don't know, three feet by four feet, if I had okay. to guess, based okay. on the photo and my memory of it. Um, but it turns out the rug actually has a really cute story. Um, so it turns out, now you'll have to bear with me while I paint this picture. We're, so we were just talking about mothers, right? So there's me, Heidi. There's my mom, Carol. There's her mom, Mary. And my great grandma. That, so... We're talking about all these women <laughs> that I'm related to. So it turns out my great-grandma, my Grandma Mary's mom, um, after she had had a stroke, my Grandma Mary, who's the woman who taught me to knit, um, mm-hmm. was like, well, I've been a nurse for 50 years. I think that to help you recover from your stroke, we need to teach you to do some crafts. <laughs> yep. Okay. And yep. So- True fact. And it's funny because my grandma had taught me to knit because I was a really anxious kid. So I, th- I feel very like my heart is warm hearing this story. So my grandma Mary taught her mom how to latch hook as stroke recovery. And then she nice. ended up, because this is not a tiny project, she ended up passing away before it was finished. And so my aunt Barb, my mom's oldest sister, finished the project. So it's a it's an inherited craft project as well. So... Nice. I thought that, that was very, very cool. a very sweet story to hear about on Christmas, especially like the first Christmas after losing my other grandma. It was kind of nice right. to hear a craft-related grandma yeah. story. Oh, so. that is really nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. yeah. I like it. <laughs> oh, I tried to find the hat, by the way. Oh, the, the uh, grandma hat? The hat mm-hmm. that is bigger than me. I did not oh. emerge from the front hall coat closet successfully. Dang it. <laughs> It doesn't Someday. mean it isn't there. It just means I didn't get all the way down to the bottom of <laughs> the bin of winter wear in Michigan. And then my mom's cat appeared. It was a whole thing. So, <laughs> uh, Well, speaking of inherited craft projects or craft supplies in general, not too long mm. ago, my mom decided to go through some things that were stored under our stairs, which we don't have a basement in our house. So everything is just has all these weird little spots where things can hide and be stored for deep tunnel storage. Uh, So wait, do you have a Harry Potter cupboard under your stairs? (laughs) I mean, 
you couldn't sleep under there, but yes, yeah, sort of. <laughs> it has a, well, I mean, he shouldn't have that's been true. sleeping under there. But it does there, have so. the way that we've like the back the stairs back up to our living room and it's not really convenient to access under the stairs from the other side of the stairs. So they not that this was really mm. convenient, but my parents actually cut out like part of the wall and then created this little alcove <laughs> to get to under the stairs and then it's hidden by a dresser on on wheels like a little drawer unit so you pull the little drawers drawer unit out and then you have access to under <laughs> Wait, the stairs it's like a secret passageway it, it, it's sort of like that yeah <laughs> and underneath it when my mom removed the the drawers were all of these magical craft supplies so i mean that's pretty good it's a pretty good spot <laughs> to have. Craft Narnia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's now what I'm going to call it. Um, anyway, so it was... I have one under my desk. I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So she was pulling all these things out and asking me to go through them with her, which is nice, but not when you're heading into, <laughs> like, January, when you're wanting to be getting rid of more stuff and... Um, right. decluttering and, and all of that. But instead, what I found was yeah. some more items that I really can't handle getting rid of, and I have more stuff to deal with now. So here's some things that were found <laughs> that I'm keeping. Uh-huh. Another half-finished afghan. So I now have two of these that my grandmother started. They are, and there's yarn that might be enough for a third. I'm not sure. Maybe it's... <laughs> Maybe it's just enough to expand the the other one. You are not obligated. It's it's rough when it belonged to your grandmother, you know? Anyway, yeah, so yes. we'll see. We'll see. I might be able to just finish it off and then get rid of the extra yarn. I, that's a possibility. I think that's fair. A half-finished, maybe not even half-finished, Sesame Street Cruel Kit, which is wow. amazing. It is so fantastic, and I definitely want to finish that. My mom was like, let's just get rid of this, and I was all, nope, that one's coming with me, so I have that. (laughs) And then a couple things. One is called a waffle weave. It's made by Bucilla, and it's four bars with notches in it, and you can adjust the size of it. I mean, there's, there's... loom pieces like this even now i think martha stewart made mm-hmm. some that were plastic these are wood and they have little um little screws in the end so that you can adjust the size and make it uh oh i have that martha size stewart and shape kit. you need um but this is all wood and so it had the box no instructions with it but you can find the instructions online so that was exciting 75 cents yep. was the original price on this which i thought was just <laughs> fantastic uh, and then also, I found a hexagon shaped, it's a lap loom, and it's the kind that you would use to make, have you seen those things? They're, you'd use yarn, and you wrap it around, and then you tie it, and they usually make these little, um, I don't know, like a trivet placemat, they, different sizes, mm-hmm. sometimes they're little yeah. uh, coasters and things like that. So I found that, and yeah, the, definitely. the hexagon part excites me, and as I started looking online, for instructions on these things, it became apparent to me that I this is a rabbit hole that I will be falling down, and it's there's so many cool ideas for it. And then on top of it, last night I was talking to my friend Becca, and she has a laser cutter, 
And she just out of the blue said, by the way, if you ever need me to laser cut a little loom for you, I could do that. And so now I'm like, oh, so, yeah. (laughs) And possibility. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to, to do a little more weaving this year. So now I have all of the options in front of me. So I'm excited about that. But of course, now I have more stuff to store. Uh, Oh, well. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And unfinished projects to finish. It is what it is. (laughs) So while you guys have discovered uh, vintage crafts and such, I have brought a few new additions into my craft room that I'm pretty excited to put to work in the new year. So I finally... Got a pair of actual red-handled scissors from Merchant and Mills. I can't and believe so I can't believe my, you didn't have those before. My brand is no longer a lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I have scissors with red handles, just not that kind of, just not like okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I have some, and thanks, mom. <laughs> so that that I'm excited about, and. I don't have anywhere on the scissors wall to put them. And so I'm going to have to make some tough choices, guys. <laughs> it's going to be rough. Um, I also got some gridded modular blocking mats. So like the foam mats that, um, you know, like the little kid playroom yes. um, foam mats that hook together. Mm-hmm. Well, I got basically that, but with grids on it. Um cool for blocking things and I'm pretty excited since I have like big blocking mats but um I don't have I don't necessarily have I I like the idea of having the flexibility to build out like different shapes and stuff like that I keep thinking I should get some of those yeah and so I'm I'm excited to see how those work especially since they break down and can be stored in like a much smaller area than a, like, big full-size mat. Mm -hmm. So I think Mm -hmm. that'll be easier to store. Yeah. Um, So I'm pretty excited about that. And I also have, um, or I also got some of the Knitter's Pride blockers because um, Heidi was talking about them at some (laughs) point on the internet, I don't think on the podcast. But um, so I just couldn't stop thinking about them. Oh, and my brother-in-law's walking through. (laughs) I also got a new book to add to my reference shelf. And my reference shelf is maybe my favorite shelf in in the craft room. Um, So I got The Knitter's Dictionary by Kate Atherley that just came out. She's great. Is great, and so I'm pretty excited to. I don't necessarily need it, but <laughs> I want it on my reference shelf. You know, yeah. Yeah. I love her Twitter too. If anybody is into Me Twitter, too. Um, yeah, she's hilarious. Yep, good picks. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty excited. Like, not a, a going overboard of bringing in new things. I mean, I know I'm supposed to be getting rid of things, but I feel like these are all good. Like, good, useful yeah. additions. And yeah. also those blocking mats and those knit blockers, you're going to use a lot. And they, like you say, they completely collapse down. They have their own little containers that they come in. Yeah. Like, you can't go and wrong I'm with And I'm so that excited about those knit blockers. Mm-hmm. Like, since you posted about them, must have been on, on your yeah. Men's Occupied Facebook page, I have been longing. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, they were um, those. A set of those blockers was one of the read along knit along prizes because Knitter's Pride is really nice. Thumbs Yay. up. <laughs> not a sponsor, but they could be. No, not a sponsor. Just excited. That's right. But they could yeah. be. I liked that. Thank you, Heidi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a new year. We got to hustle. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, call us, guys. Call us. Yeah. Well, speaking of hustling. Um, uh-huh. So the thing that has consumed most of my brain this week, other than, you know, two weeks in a row of holidays and such, <laughs> and being on right. a design deadline, um, I uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I have just about finalized all the details on a studio space outside of my house. Who am Whoa. I? Who am that I? That is a big deal. That's exciting. But not such a big deal I'm that you should freak out about delighted. it. I'm delighted. I mean, I, I low-key am freaking out about <laughs> Good it. Good call, Molly. But that's to be expected <laughs> with me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> is. Is what it is. It um, is. But it is a space um, that's within a few blocks of where I live. I won't say which direction because I don't want to get murdered. Um <laughs> I mean, I don't think they know exactly where you live, but it's also great to not get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, not getting murdered. No, Woo! we're into it. <laughs> a plus. Um, but it is a little storefront space, and um, I'm excited because I have some kind of, maybe they're, I feel like they're kind of wild ideas, but I'm also really excited about them, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. they involve latch hook. <laughs> <laughs> Do they now? <laughs> I'm shocked. (laughs) Well, so here's the idea, and I would love to know from you guys or listeners if this is nuts. Um, I mean, I hopefully it won't be a pom pom costume that'll take me more than a year to finish. But if it does, that's fine. Whatever. You were busy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But since it has this storefront space and there's a decent amount of walking traffic by it, I thought it might be fun to actually use the the big picture window as a space to to slowly work on a larger scale, more like artier latch hook yes. piece or weaving piece or tapestry. Um, that happens at the textile art center near me and it's really cool. Like yeah. often it's weaving or um, whatever. That's yeah, cool. It's awesome. Yeah. And I was thinking about giving it a hashtag like window occupied or something like that. Windows occupied. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then, like, the other cool thing is, like, if I do a knit night every week or even once a month like I already do, I could even have people, like, help contribute to it or come up with more ideas or even just, like, come knit while I'm working on my weird latch hook project. (laughs) That's fun. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. And I'm coming over. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll be there in, like, what, 14 hours? Sure. (laughs) <laughs> that, that's that's about that's, how long it would take to uh, 15 hours yeah i don't know yeah. it depends i go the speed limit okay yeah <laughs> yeah and new york to chicago you never know about that rush hour if my mom's driving <laughs> it would take 12 oh <laughs> okay yeah anyway so speaking of kind of ambitious projects what are you thinking about molly <laughs> yes well you know when you <laughs> I get this way sometimes just like on a Monday. I get this way at the beginning of a new month. Definitely I get this way at the beginning of a new year where you have 
all of these great new ideas and plans that you want to do. Actually, whatever. I do this just anytime. You never know when some big idea is going to come along and you're so excited about it. And then inevitably there's like eight new ideas that all come and they all take many, many, many hours. And so I've been having that going on. I started a new theme for the year, which I do on my blog every, uh, every year. This time I'm doing the jam of the month club because I just thought that would be fun to do some kind of new fruit <laughs> jam jar each month. Cause I'm weird. <laughs> I love jam. Yeah. I, right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'm doing that and I'm thinking about all of the things that could go along with that because there's a theme that I can work with there. But then I also was thinking about that's fun. A whole bunch of other projects. I I may have started swatching for a new knit design that I have in mind. And there's all of the other things as well. And I was telling my friend about this and she says to me, "Should I encourage you or rein you in?" And I said <laughs> And I said, "Both?" <laughs> Right, because I it's think, a reasonable and valid question. It is. Uh, so this is this is my thing is I'm doing this balancing act between having all of these things that I want to do, and that's good because it's nice to have new fun ideas, and I enjoy that. But also the realism of how much can I actually do, and not wanting to end up feeling devastated and like I've let myself down at the end of it all. So that's my current yeah. state. But I am excited about these things that, that could be coming along. But also, I don't want to do anything that will harm my mental health. <laughs> Please. That's, that's fair. And that's always the risk that you, that you run when getting excited about many things in many mm -hmm. different areas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we can all relate pretty hard. Yeah, like, that. it's taking everything I have not to be like, I'm going to do a new entire custom storefront design every single month in 2019. I already know that I should no. not do that. Yeah, no, that's not a no. good idea. like, quarterly <laughs> would be stretching it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's what a smart brain says. <laughs> but an annual thing that grows, that would be cool. Yeah. Like, a one single thing that just evolves over the year. I could see that. Yeah, something that you kind of, it it's like a palette that you add to along the way. And that maybe it can yeah. change and adapt a little bit as the time passes, but where generally it's one big thing. <laughs> We're helping. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Jam of the Month Club is kind of that type of idea where it's one theme that I carry throughout the year, but then... There's all these little extra elements that go with it. The the big part of it... I really like that. It's so cute. Thank you. The The big part of it, and by the time that this episode comes out, I will have shared this already, I think, on my blog. It's, the idea is each month we'll also have a free embroidery pattern of a, a, a jam jar or something. You know, marmalade is the first one. But I want to have them Aww. go together in an English paper piecing mini quilt that looks like mm -hmm. a shelf Cute. with all these little jars on yes. it. Yes. Oh Do my it. gosh. So I love it. That is I'm a good in. idea. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's the yes, please. That's the one I'm focusing on. And then the extra ones, we'll see what happens. <laughs> and <laughs> I like and it. And the sweater that I'm designing as well. So yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, Haley, what are you what are you enthusiastic about? What am I enthusiastic about? Yes. Guys, I I got to break some news. <laughs> so you know how we've been talking about Punch Needle the entire time this podcast has existed? What? <laughs> yeah, right? Mm-hmm. I know. It, it comes as a surprise to everyone. Um, last night, I finally tried Punch Needle. Yay! And it worked. Bigger yay! It worked the first time uh-huh. with no problem, completely even stitches. Mm-hmm. And it's because you're using that Oxford tool. The yarn kind is way easier than the embroidery kind. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and it, it is a, a yarn punch needle set. But I really, really expected to, like, turn the thing over after I did the first line of stitches and see just chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I Like, a knot that, I, that wasn't even possible to have formed. I was sure it was going to be there. Possibly monsters. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. I turned it over. Perfectly even humps of stitching. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'll be d-ed. Oh, <laughs> Guess we're going to bleep that. <laughs> All right. We'll do that. <laughs> That's a genuine, genuine reaction. <laughs> Punch needle. So, it works. <laughs> yeah. But I was so surprised because it's the kind of thing, much like cooking in a crock pot, that... Is touted as this thing that's like supposed to be super easy and everybody can do it, and I cannot do it. <laughs> um, oh dear, it like, oh, uh, and so I'm pretty delighted. And I'm using this kit from Fancy Tiger Crafts that is this um, mountain design that then you sew into a pillow, so it came with the monk's cloth and the backing fabric and also um, the pillow. Well, I think I bought the pillow insert separately. And so it's going to be this cute little, like, mountain, like, modern mountain scene that is not unlike Heidi's Intarja Mountain design, actually. Mm, yeah, so yeah, it's sort of reminiscent that on Instagram. Of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I agree with, mm-hmm. with that person. I really, um, the design's super cute. It is. Yeah, and not it's mine. Nice that and one. Simple. Well, mine's cute. Yours cute too. Yeah. Cute. Yours is also super cute. Um, and so I'm like, it, it worked, and now I'm kind of looking forward to this project. I thought it was gonna be like a slog, <laughs> but it's cool. And the Oxford punch needle tool is feels really good in the hand. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is not a cheap tool. Uh, and I hesitated. Yeah. But it's it's nice, and I'm glad that I bought that one instead of starting out with one of the tools that some of us have already had um, yeah. not-so-successful runs yeah. with. Yeah, so, so I, had, yeah. I had my bad go with one that was designed for embroidery floss, and it was just frustrating. And I kept, you know... Obviously, I've been putting this off and putting this off. But after your text message last night about the success of your Oxford experience, <laughs> and of course, I mean, Heidi, don't you have the, you have the Oxford one too, right? Yep. 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 
What size do you have, Heidi? I have the Is size yours yarn 10. or embroidery? Mine's yarn. I have the size 10. I have the same one that you have. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I bit the bullet and I got... I got one. I ordered one actually just before we started recording this podcast today. So I went with the the size 10 fine. So it can Mm -hmm. do, it can do worsted weight yarn uh, down to like sock yarn is what's recommended. So I went for a little bit on the smaller side because the 10 regular says it can do bulky yarn. And I thought, oh, I don't know that I want to be going big, big with this. So fingers crossed that... I've chosen wisely. Hmm. I mean, we shall see. It, I I was really surprised. I followed the instructions. And generally when I follow the instructions, like most people read the instructions. I read the instructions and then what the instructions probably mean. And what does that word mean? And <laughs> like, it, it's a mess. But they were really straightforward. And I just did the thing that I was supposed to do. And... What do you know? Mm -hmm. I'm as surprised as anyone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I really thought I was going to have like this terrible, when I opened it last night specifically so I could talk about it today, I thought it was just going to be this horror story. (laughs) And I, I can't decide if I'm delighted or, or vaguely disappointed. I mean, I mean, (laughs) horror stories do make for good listening, but the success is also fantastic to hear because... We've had my horror story already, so you get to be successful. Yeah. Well done. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited. So I'm I'm going to make this project, <laughs> and it's it's really relaxing just to stab the thing and make the loop. And yeah, uh, I don't usually make things that I don't have to think about when I'm doing them. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah, I feel I feel a lot of. <laughs> Ooh, maybe I feel a rug coming on, guys. (laughs) 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 All right. We'll keep up posted. I mean, maybe maybe Mr. Big Stuff will get his own rug. An inkling of a rug. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, a rug of the cat. Is that what you just said? Molly, did you just suggest that Haley make a cat rug? I suggested she make a rug for the cat. No, I, I want to make a rug of the cat. That would also be excellent. <laughs> oh, we're loopy today. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So so that happened. Well, um, we could also edit that miscommunication out and hop to Train of Shame. I up for that. kind of liked that miscommunication. I really did think that I mean... Molly was expressing an idea to make a... A cat-inspired piece of art here. He's majestic. (laughs) (laughs) Majestic. Well, then you could have... Life-size. Yes, make the rug life-size. There it is. It would be huge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Huge. Oh, dear. And I think you should also write Mr. Big Stuff, like, on his torso in the rug. In, like, a cursive. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so yeah. we've planned that project. Yes, we have. I'm on board. All right. Endorse. Excellent. Seal of speaking approval. Of, <laughs> speaking of on board, yeah. um, <laughs> is it time to be all aboard the train of shame? I got my ticket. I am, <laughs> I am ready. I am all, all ready right. for this ride. 
Well, I'll hop, right. I'll hop onto the the conductor, the conductor car, if that's what if that's a thing. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is Heidi, our conductor, speaking. Yeah. Well, I'm not. That is. <laughs> I, I I'm pick I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, well, one <laughs> thing you. I need to pick up is um, my favorite coat in the whole wide world. Um, it's beautiful. I get compliments of, compliments on it whenever I walk around in the street. Whenever I post a Instagram where I'm wearing it, people love it. It's my most complimented item of clothing. But what people don't realize, unless they see me take the coat off, is that the inside looks like it has been mauled by a series of cats. That's probably the most accurate description. Or one very large cat. Maybe Mr. Big Stuff had something to say about that coat. <laughs> you never know. But from day one, this coat, which I got vintage, um, has needed a new liner, but I didn't make one or patch it or anything. So it's just progressively gotten worse because I've had the thing for like four years. So mm-hmm. my train of shame is I have a coat that's busted on the inside. And I need to fix it. Well, that's and all. Relatable <laughs> mending. It is because I mean I received a coat secondhand from someone who probably bought it vintage, if I were guessing, and it came to me with one pocket that was severely messed up, like hole through the lining, and I yep. used it that way for ages, and then I finally replaced the pocket lining. And I did it in really cute fabric because why not? I also made the pocket larger at the same time. Not as large as Poppin's pockets, (laughs) (laughs) which goes back a few episodes. We will put a link to that in the show notes so you can listen to that delight if you haven't. Uh, (laughs) Poppin's pockets. That's right. But the other pocket, which is still the old lining fabric, it doesn't have any holes in it, but... It's still like a really shallow, awful pocket. I never replaced it to match the other pocket. Someplace I actually have the pocket cut out of the matching fabric. Who knows where that is? <laughs> yeah. Well, when you clean out your craft room or... Um, it. Well, yeah, it may turn up. It may. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I uh, I too have a, a pocket. Um, I have a, a NASA flight jacket for Apollo 11. Cool. And it has a, um, not a real one, guys, a children's reproduction because I am mini. That's fun, though. Um, (laughs) But the the pocket, the seam on the pocket didn't quite catch all of the pocket seam. And so since I've had it, it, it just, it has a hole. It keeps getting a little bit bigger. It would have taken two seconds to whip stitch that shut when I first noticed it. Oh, well. Alas. Anyway, (laughs) we've all piled into Heidi's car. Maybe we should all uh, get tickets of our own. Yeah. Yes. um, (laughs) uh, In my own train of shame car, I am back to having trouble counting. This time, it's, it's on a knitted lace ish shawl um called the hot oatmeal shawl and i it's by sweater freak knits if i remember that correctly anyway i love the pattern it's really pretty and not that difficult except that in the lace section you always start with just a different number of stitches to fix the pattern then it's Mm -hmm. and then it repeats from there but i'm just i keep forgetting 
where I am in the pattern and so it's a problem. But that isn't actually the train of shame part of it. It's really that um, I'm trying to finish my mom's Christmas gift. It is January. I gave it to her unfinished on Christmas, and I'm still finishing <laughs> the Christmas gift. So that. <laughs> I also knitted something as a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. Um, inspired by Heidi, I made my own grandmother, who has Alzheimer's, uh, a twiddle muff. Yay! Yeah, and she really liked it. I was able to give it to her in person because awesome. I got to see her when I was in Michigan. And so it it went over well. It's it's warm. It's soft. It's 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 nice. Um, except it is made of yarn that I will never use. I I like the colors. I actually took some. I took a bunch of photos of that that I don't think I actually ever posted. Um, so I will I will post them and link in the show notes. But it's they're col- they're they're very me colors like primary colors mm-hmm. um and not garish looking in the way that some of them are i was trying to be really conscious about not infantilizing her mm-hmm. while making it and part of that um was i wanted to make it eye-catching but a- attractive uh, to me which i know is subjective but anyway so there are all of these yarns and colors that i kind of like but they're also washable, like cheaper washable yarns. Mm-hmm. And I am frankly never going to use them. Yeah. And it, so I threw away the leftovers. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel a little bad about it. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to use them. There wasn't enough for a project. They were just going to sit in scraps. And um, I don't know. I just... It just, it feels a little train of shamey. Yeah. But also probably freeing. Yeah, not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I feel better having gotten it off my chest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you bringing up the caboose. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And hanging out that dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. It's drying. It's great. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, yeah, and actually, speaking of twiddle muffs, in case anybody was wondering, I did actually, in fact, get my twiddle muff back that I had made my grandma, which I called from mm. day one that I was going to get that back. I mean, you did soon. say that you would. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not to sound, like, cynical or anything, but I was just, like, I got a bag to come home with from Christmas, and the twiddle muff was in there, but she actually used it, so that yeah, was, yeah. like, a nice Oh, that's thing. great. Um, yeah. Yeah. Lesson learned, don't wait till Christmas if your grandma's not doing well. Make sure to give it right away if you have something you want to make them and give them. And I'm really glad I did that. Yeah. But um, I also got back um, her very last um, work in progress. So I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Like, it still has the embroidery hoop on it and everything, so I might frame it or something. But anyway, Twiddle Muffs made me think of all that. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So shout out to Charlene, and what's your grandma's name, Haley? Jean. Jean. Charlene and Jean. Shout out. It's a good pair. muffs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so on that note, that kind of smiley but bittersweet happy moment, I think this episode's a wrap. What do you I, guys think? I think so. I think, I think so. I think all it's right. time to go like work on all of those ambitious projects we have in mind. 
and probably to do some punch needle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got I mean, I got a studio to put together. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, it'll be fine. Yeah, it will. And I will see you guys in person soon. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty excited about that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. All right. Well, Mm -hmm. thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, talk to you guys later. Sounds good. All right. If you're a person who likes to hang out on the internet, you should hang out with us. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at at Serious Crafts, and on Facebook at Very Serious Crafts. You can also find show notes and all things Very Serious Crafts at VerySeriousCrafts.com. Want to join in on the conversation? Tag us using hashtag Very Serious Crafts. And if you're using Instagram stories, don't forget to tag us with at sign Serious Crafts so then we can reshare it to our profile. Also, are you a fan of the Very Serious Crafts podcast? Great! Pretty please leave the Very Serious Crafts podcast a five-star rating on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Good ratings help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting find us. And finally... (laughs) Yes. And finally, if you would like to sponsor the Very Serious Crafts podcast, visit VerySeriousCrafts.com and click Sponsor. Thank you very much.